0: out world, you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love this dude. Tapping that foot. Oh, yeah. Well, about four or five weeks. Roughly. On the street,
1: I was my time
0: well, I was passing it in my apartment, mostly. Right. Yeah. To yeah. Building a tower into the sky. Well, maybe not so much of that. You know. Just kind of busy getting myself together. Here you are. Here I am. <laughs> not New York City, but I'm from that area. And you know what? Here we go. You better believe. We're back doing the podcast thing. <laughs> oh, doing the podcast thing. Yeah. What's up? You doing all right? All right. It's too many syllables to try and say Center for a podcast. And the Center for Podcast Groove. And the Center for Podcast Groove. <laughs> How you doing, man? I don't have a Cadillac, but it's too big.
1: guess gas goes on. All
0: right, Ace. I'm going to make it go away now. Bye-bye, Ace, really. Yeah, good tune, though, right? Hey! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Val. I'm the host of the Center Ford Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Racing Louisville and Louisville City FC, as well as our men's and women's national teams or any other soccer stuff that tickles our fancy. How are you? It's been a while, right? We'll talk about it at the end a little bit. Uh, I have missed doing this. Hopefully, uh, maybe in a little bit of way, you've missed listening to it. Um, I hope I remember how to, what are we on? Here we go. We are on Podbean. We are on iTunes. (laughs) We are on Amazon and we are on Spotify. Please like subscribe and share, share the love Joey Cecil in a little bit. But before that, I know you've missed it. Five tings. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's team's national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get it, so you should feel special! <laughs> five tings, number five. Did you miss me? I missed you. Needed a little bit of a break. Got to recharge. Uh, taking care of some work stuff. Taking care of my knee. A couple of minor health issues. No, Nothing major at all, but everything's trending in the right direction again. Uh, some of you were very kind to check in on me. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, some of you are like family to me, man. And uh, it means the world to me that people would, would, would look out for me. So thank you for that. We'll talk about it at the end of the movie. No big deal. Number four, it's almost time. Almost time for what, you ask? The World Cup. The World Cup in what, November? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Still trying to figure that whole thing out. I mean, I know it's obviously way too hot in the summer where they're playing a the guitar. But uh, what I wanted to mention is that we're going to be having special guests on over the next three or four weeks to discuss a couple of things that are ancillary to that event that I think are relative to talk about, man. I think it's important that we in, we encompass the entire event and some of the things surrounding it. So anyway, number three, Marshing. Uh, not marching, Marshing. Jesse Marsh over with Leeds United over in EPL. Got off to a pretty good start. A little bit of a rough sled, some rough sledding right now. But he's doing pretty well I and mean, he's getting a lot of support over there. A couple of U.S. players that are doing, you know, Adams and uh, uh, Brandon Harrison doing pretty well over there. It's great to see. And uh, really looking forward to seeing how that plays out over the rest of the year. Because it could open doors for other Americans to coach. Number two, shrug. Just the word shrug. I don't know what to say about this racing thing, folks. I mean, I've been watching, and it's just, you know, anyway, we've missed a lot. <laughs> But we're going to get into it with Joey, believe me when I tell you. And number one, feasting on the East. That would be Lou City. Still on top, right? A little bit of a rough patch. Lost a couple of games there, but still uh, doing very well at 58 points. Um, And if they can get through this week with a win, maybe in a draw, whatever, whatever, they're still in first. And those last five games set up well because four of them are at home. Anyway, we're going to talk about all of this and maybe more. Who knows what we're going to talk about? Because that's what this show is all about. It's about having some fun, right? As opposed to uh, digging into the uh, digging into the statistics, which is fine. Statistics are great; they're very interesting, and, and I like statistics too. But we try to lighten things up a little here—a little levity from this show. <laughs> anyway, what you need to do after listening to me is kick your feet up, and you know what? Take a break, and now you get to you get to uh, get, put up with the rest of my nonsense. <laughs> For the next hour or so, whatever the hell it's gonna be. Anyway, there you go. A little rusty, but I got through it. A little Five Tings. <laughs> All right, man. That was Little Five Things, And now let's get into it with Joey Cecil. All right. Yep. Five, four, three. Ladies and gentlemen, in case you forgot who this is. I'm going to reintroduce you to the greatest bowler in Louisville, Kentucky, Louis, uh, Joey Cecil, Joey.
1: <laughs> no, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I, I, I don't think there are any of my bowling friends who listen to this outside of maybe a friend named Jamal. Okay. But let's not, let's not put that evil on me. Like We don't need to start controversy that ain't already there.
0: <laughs> are you doing
1: okay, Matt? Yeah, I'm okay. I can't complain. How about yourself?
0: I'm hanging in there and just my knees, Good. my knee is a lot better. And, uh, Work is uh. I'm still at the same job, man. I was gonna leave, but uh, I had my um, I had my district person, which is you know pretty big deal in this company, called me about three Tuesdays ago because I was gonna leave that Friday, and yeah. we talked for like an hour, and he was like, "Yeah, man, please stick around because we've lost like three people in the last yeah. three months." Oh, that's that's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. And so so hey, they pay me really yeah. well, and I'm I'm enjoying it again. So it's like there the first. Few minutes, so that's all that matters.
1: There we go. So
0: we're both hanging in there, and, and uh, hopefully everybody out there that listens to this is hanging in there as well. But, <laughs> speaking you know,
1: Something that's, that's making, making it really tough to hang in there yeah, speak, is racing, right. racing Louisville, which, Joe... I don't know, man. The Chicago game, their most recent game, and a home game, was the first time mm-hmm. I have ever left a soccer game before halftime. Dude, that was a hard watch. And that's watch. not due to an emergency. I'm not even counting emergencies yeah. or weather. It was just such a bad, pathetic performance coupled with a 1% rain chance that turned into a downpour. Yeah. And your team's down 3 nothing after 20 minutes and down 1 nothing after two minutes. Right. And you're just sitting there, and then at 1%, there's one cloud literally sums up the season. One cloud opens up and downpours on the stadium in the first half. (laughs) And I just said, Joe, I just said, my team's not coming back, and I'm not going to sit in a downpour. Right, right. Health. You
0: know, right? And and I I was watching it, and I'm just sitting there for the first time after that match. Now, the couple before that, I know we don't have to get into all of them in depth, but you're sit, uh, Joey. I still believe what I said a few weeks ago on the last show, is is still fairly true. And I think the only improvements that we've seen this year, were due to the individual talent that we brought into the team, not because of anything that's going on tactically. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't know, oh, yeah. you know, because I'm I mean, s- i do not know, man.
1: Let's put it this way. We are tenth in the league, and right. according to what I saw, we haven't won since May. Yeah. Yeah. We are too talented of a roster for this.
0: It just I,
1: it, I ask, what adjustments have been made? I don't know, man. Tactically, what it, adjustments? I mean, we've brought in different players, well, but the formation is still the same.
0: Let's talk about the adjustment. Let me start with this one. Let's talk yeah. about the adjustment we made after we went down three <laughs> nil. Pulling Chidiak. Yeah. And I'm like, um, that's, I don't know if there was one player that seemed fairly active over the last four matches. It was her. Yeah. And, and well, I don't know, bud. I I, I mean, I understand you know, they it's... brought Jess in and it's like, well, we got to get, you know, you want to try something. But the something that you try, you don't want to be alienating the one, you know, I, I want to say, with the exception of, of, of maybe Davis, the most active player we've
1: had over the last two months, I think. Well, and you know. I'll say this, you know, it's great to bring on an attacker down three nothing. Mm-hmm. We already have a fantastic starting attack. Right. That wasn't the issue. No. <laughs> it uh, hasn't you know, been the issue. <laughs> you know, as someone said on Twitter, Jeez. after Christy Hawley, we nailed the non controversial part right. in the next hiring. Right. But did we nail the coaching part? Hear that? You know, and I just go, you know, they said the players were were in on the final decision, right. interviewing the last two candidates. Right, right. I kind of want to know what did they see in Kim, or what did the other person say or not say? You know, who was the other candidate? I mean, was it Ted Lasso? <laughs> like, did did he just did, did the other candidate just mix up American football with soccer? You know, I mean, dude, we. <sighs> And I'm sorry, for anybody
0: that gets frustrated that if you, oh, I can't believe they're talking about, you know, changing the coach. I don't want to change the coach, okay? No. Nobody wants to change the coach. But when you're watching what has happened over the last few weeks, and it's not, look, or let's be really fair, it's not just him, okay? Because, well, let, let's put it this way. You're seeing players leaving this team and flourishing. Mm-hmm. When that happens... It is a fair question to ask what's going on in Louisville that they didn't. I don't care what the situation is. And I don't care how much of a homer somebody is because there are some people yeah. out there, oh, don't, don't say anything bad. Don't say anything bad about a home yeah. team. Bullshit. Yeah. No.
1: You know, I'm a paying customer. You no, know, you know, Joe, the thing is, this, we're, not, we're not wanting to fire a coach to fire a coach. We're, no. talking, about, we're talking about accountability. right? And on two fronts. Right. Why are people wanting to leave and succeeding elsewhere? Right. And how are we in the same position we were last year with more talent? <sighs> Dude, I That's the accountability piece we are bringing up.
0: And the thing always comes up to well, you got to let them get used to the system. It's the season's over. There's nothing, you know, we're tw- I think we're 12 points back with 5 to play of a playoff spot
1: we ain't sweeping the last five to get there and no one's right. losing five straight to let us in
0: right so I think it was ain't I want to say it was Angel City that was in inside I don't even remember to be honest with you but whoever's in seventh place right now only has to win one game and it's yeah. it it's over so and we haven't won since May and we, and we won need since to win. win out so it's time to start accepting that this is another year we're not gonna make the start playoffs away. I know it's an expansion team and that is a fair argument But I'm not talking so much about the playoffs. I'm talking about an improvement in quality. Correct. And there has not been, other than the individual talent. And then you go down that list. There are some really good players on that. Like I said, we talked about you, This Mm -hmm.
1: roster is a million times better than last year's ending roster. Yeah. You know, and I I think the team is in a no-win situation. You either retain this guy after such a poor season, or you have a really bad stigma of having your fourth coach in three years. Yeah. And neither looks that great. No, no, it doesn't. You know? and but, you know, if, mm-hmm. if I can give, you know, my, my other concern is, you know, no one likes a loser. No. What's the attendance going to look like if we keep on this same trajectory? And I also, I, I, my big concern is what's being instilled in these younger players we've brought in this year? Right. Right. You know, we've got such a young core, but it has to be molded.
0: Right. And then you saw Nadim when she was asked um, in the press conference afterwards, and I'm paraphrasing. But you know, have you know, what's is it something about the system? Or, you know, have the have the players brought into the you know, is it the coaching was the players brought into the system? She's like, Well, it seems like we get it pretty well in practice, but when we come out on the field, it's it's not clicking. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the yeah. response we're looking for.
1: <laughs> well, and also, you know, let's be honest, let's be completely honest with uh, ourselves. She was one of the reasons he was hired. Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's not sugarcoat no that. There's no doubt. So I think I think if he loses her trust and her yeah. you know in his corner, right. I think his his life in this city is very short, his right. leash, very short. Right.
0: And and I'm sitting here saying and I'm we can't project too far ahead because you want to you want to have the best outlook. Like we said, this is not a knock on the players. If if anything else, it's a, it's a show of support for them. Yeah. Because I think I think if I was in a similar situation and you're talking about young players, like you know, we talk you talk about these players like DeMello, and you start talking about players, you know. Um, you know, well, and Hal Fox and right, Alden, Fox. Right, yeah. Fox. Younger players. You could turn it around on a dime. Young players have a, have the ability to, to shake this kind of thing off pretty quick. Yeah. And yep. so so maybe something happens. I don't know, Joey. I mean, you have to be fair and at least give give every I'm – I'm not certainly not banking on it. I wouldn't pin any money on it right now, but you never
1: know. But you know, I'll just, I, I I just know. say this, you know, we do have positives. Yep. You know, this is not just a rant against no. Coach Kim in this season. Right. You know, we have a national team stalwart right now at left back. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Two young midfield building blocks. Yes. And on paper in the makings of a top attack. Yep. It's just not coming together right, right. now.
0: Right. And and we didn't expect, even we go back to the beginning of the year, Joe, when we were talking, we saw a bit of an improvement. What did we say? We saw a bit of an improvement on defense, but that was going to be the question mark.
1: Yep, it still is. It
0: still is, and and um, you know, it's it's um, also something you have to consider is adjustments at halftime. Um, we've or seen lack a, thereof. or lack thereof. I think we've seen a little bit this year at times, where you see them fight back, but then it's that late goal, you know. Yeah. And now I don't know. I'm hoping that it's not just sheer exhaustion of you know, being worn down,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: you see professional sports teams deal with that college yeah, is mean, you know.
1: You know, and, and we saw that in the most recent racing game where, you know, they give up that early goal and you just immediately saw just the shoulder slump around the field. Indeed. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a, just, it was just a very defeated look.
0: Crestfallen. Yeah, dude, that's what it felt like watching.
1: It's you know, what it felt
0: like watching. And all right. So now the last thing I'm going to ask is or the last thing I'm starting to ponder do we need a coach if 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 coach kim is not the answer and it's there's nothing wrong with this kind of projection do we need a coach from the culture of nwsl hopefully you know i would say a a, a previous player is that what we need is that what we need is it possible that that (laughs) that's part of the problem
1: too i don't know it's the only option we haven't tried (laughs) right Right. We've gone the European route twice. We've gone the European white guy twice. Right, right, right.
0: And, and, you know, I think, you know. You no, know, but, you
1: know, but you say that, but we do have, you know, Holly did have NWSL experience. Right. But you're asking about a former player. I'm asking and about this, digging in. at this in, point, I go, whatever helps. Yeah. You know. And, and I'm thinking, find
0: somebody that's deeply immersed in the culture, even, Joey, even if they, they don't have a ton of coaching experience. Let them sure, get a couple if, like, of assistants that they trust. Sure. And 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 maybe have a complete reset doing it that way. You yeah. know, I'm I, I'm trying to think of, of 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 solutions. Obviously, what do we know compared to what they know, right? But yeah. it's I'm I you know, I don't know, but I, I I'm discouraged and I'm not discouraged yeah. because of the record. I'm discouraged because the the, the talent is there. And, and yeah. uh, you know, and, and it's very frustrating to watch. So I feel bad for them. Yeah. So I'd be watching yeah. this. This is not digging on the, and like we just said, this is supporting yeah. the players. I'm literally
1: supporting yeah. the players. We we, we we want accountability for the administration. Right.
0: And that's, I don't yeah. know what else to say. I know we've got another game coming up on the 10th, and we'll yeah. see what happens. You know, maybe maybe something yeah. good happens, and we'll, we'll, we'll see it turn around or something. The I
1: team know. and the fan base could use it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it does get a little better. It gets a lot better actually well, when you consider. Well, you know, with Louisville City, I just gotta say, it feels like forever since we've beaten Indy. Yeah, yeah, really. So, three straight, three straight games without a win mm-hmm. against them. Um, I'll just say this: the two road losses we had, the back back losses, those were statistical aberrations. Right. By the way, buzzword, aberrations. <laughs> um, you know, against Miami, we had sixty-eight percent of the possession, fifty-six percent against Indy. Right. We outshot each of them heartily. Yeah. You know, we had nineteen shots at, at Miami and thirteen at Indy. Mm-hmm. But in sports you are defined by results. Yep. But in, in this case the results didn't tell the whole story. Right. Oh. You know, just a bad but back to back bad luck games. Right. Um but those were also just before or you know, just after two of our biggest performances of the season. Right. You know, Gutsy Road win in Detroit when we weren't firing on all cylinders. Right. And that dominant hallmark win against Tampa, even if it was just a one nothing score line. Right.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You know? Right. So right. we get to Saturday night, Sacramento Republic, and we definitely played a team with its mind and its lineup elsewhere. Right, right. You know, side note, good luck, Sacramento. Absolutely. Please win. Absolutely. You know, I think I still have the mind and opinion that game should have been rescheduled.
0: Apparently the league was the one that didn't reschedule it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm
1: not understanding that, but
0: neither do I. I don't understand why the league would not, and I think Louisville City would have been more than amenable. I mean, sure. the game's here, sure. So what do they care? This,
1: this is the biggest game in league history, right?
0: And and uh, it's the biggest, I, I, you know, because some people were dragging us because oh, I guess Louisville Louis City doesn't. I don't, I don't think they had any say in it.
1: No, you know? that comes from the league, right? You know, well, you know, we get to it, and Harris opened the scoring. Nice little near post finish off a of Dia assist. Oh, and dude, dude. This.
0: That assist was sick. That good, was sick.
1: How good has Amadou Dia been holy filling in for Jogo? Unbelievable. You know? what? He, a, he uh, wasn't going to be the same attacking force. Right. But he's got seven assists and has been solid in his position. Absolutely. Defensively.
0: Very hard to dispossess. You know? Um, and a very heady and player. And just that. Wicked, like, yeah, that's not the first service. Foot. Oh, yeah. That's not wicked the first time foot. we've gotten a service from him where you look at him and go, holy crap, that was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, somehow we fell asleep in our own box as five players left a wide open diving header mm-hmm. to equalize the score. Right. And it just kind of felt like, oh, okay, this has been kind of like the past couple of games. Are we just going to, you know, are we going to hit the switch? Right. And, you know, just become Louisville City again. Yeah. And then just before halftime, Toast scores a corner header. <sighs> and you just kind of got a feeling from there like, okay. You know, we're back in control, but I think we needed that third goal.
0: Sean Tosh, offensive force.
1: <laughs> right? Who would have ever right, come on, it? and He's tied for our second leading scorer, I l- think.
0: Let me stick something in here for uh, for a second. Yeah, It looks like he's lost a couple of pounds. Okay. It really does. It looks like he may have dropped about five pounds or so.
1: Are you sure that's just not the, the shapeliness of tucking in your jersey? Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> no, he, he does look a little svelter, and I'm wondering... Okay. If that has helped him this year, certainly the sure. last few games, because even his pace, granted, we know he doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have world-class pace, right? We know that. Sure. But even, even his ability to adjust and, and chase after he, you know, he's keeping up with some pretty damn fast players and doing yeah. fine. Yeah. So I'm wondering, maybe I'm going to, you know, I got to ask his dad, maybe he's, eating sure. more. maybe he's eating more, uh, brand muffins or something. Yeah, vegetables. He's getting his greens. He was getting onions and
1: you know, and then you know, so- Sog- soggy Saturday soccer night in Louisville Jeez lived up to its Louise. name. Jeez, are you kidding me? And just you know, and, and I just I'll never forget Scout's house during that. You know, the hands go up by the ref, and the ref had kind of a suspect night. Yeah. And our immediate reaction was, "What the hell now?" Right, right, right. And then they get the announcement: "There's weather in the area. Please seek shelter." Like, oh mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Because yeah. there was nothing in the sky. I mean, it was dark.
0: Right. Because when it comes from the south, you can't see it. The yeah. stadium blocks yeah. everything, especially at night. Well, it's all clouds. You can't see it coming.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. We could tell there was something because when the stadium lights come on for a seven thirty kickoff, mm-hmm. because of how dark the clouds are. Right. 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 Normally, lights aren't coming on until halftime. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. know, and you know, so then we have to wait out this delay. And you know what? Yeah. I got to give kudos to team leadership. Yep just for the, well, not just for the safety aspect, but for the playlist they had yeah. during the weather delay, everything being Thunder and Storm related, <laughs> such as Thunder by the Imagine Dragons, right. "Thunderstruck" by ACDC, right, right. Princess Purple Rain, Gary mm-hmm. Allen Songs About Rain, mm-hmm. and as I realized what they were doing, because me and a couple others from Scouser's House waited it out in the uh, Muhammad Ali Louisville International Airport upgrade seat area, where <laughs> okay. the tent was, right? because that's where Hope and Robin Pryor were,
0: Okay. Right we, right. we
1: got there just as the downpour started, so right. we're kind of stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. As the songs would keep changing, I could tell what they were doing. I would just keep yelling out, "You sick fucks! <laughs> you're up there in the AC. AC you're up it. there in shelter, and we're out here in the wet. And you, you think this is funny? Because <laughs> it was. It was yeah, also, just I don't bastards. think they
0: played. I don't think they played Who Stop Who'll Stop the Rain' by Creedence. I didn't hear that one. We're <sighs> gonna have oh, to yeah, yeah. make that part well, of the I list. Mean,
1: they had ample time. Sure, really? That's for sure. It was you long know? Long. And then, um, you know, we come back to play about 10-15. Mm-hmm. By the way, great great note during the rain delay, Lance came on to announce good news. we yeah. We officially clinched a playoff spot with Tulsa FC's loss right. during the delay. Right, right. Which got a muted response because, <clears throat> I mean, yay. Yay. We weren't going to make the playoffs, apparently. Yeah, right. But, you know, it was worth the wait. Um, granted I left at the end of the delay cause it was already 10 PM. And I'm like, right. I see the weather's coming back again. <laughs> right, right, right. And man, did the weather come back? <laughs> oh, it wow. Sure did, dude. Wow. But you know what? Such a great, fantastic feel good moment at the end of that game mm-hmm. for Elijah Winder. Is not that great? Scoring to make it three, <sighs> one after everything that young man has been through. That's right. And for those who are unaware, you know, his career nearly ending That's right. with a leg injury two years ago, man, what a great moment
0: right and and his dad is such a great guy and he, and and it I, how much how proud do you think he no. is to well, have two kids that, you know, like that my gosh
1: and and not just that you know elijah wanting to make his mark too after seeing everything his brother Hear has that? done this year
0: oh dude that brotherly you know? that brotherly contest there's no doubt that's part
1: of you know but <laughs> you know what a great moment um it's a great way to end that game and you officially put the game away right um so, you know, the result puts up top in the East by four over Tampa and six over Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, sucks to have lost that game-in-hand advantage.
0: Yeah, you know, I, we, we don't have it on Tampa, but I think we still have it on Memphis, right?
1: No, we're even. We are we're even with, with Memphis? All of them. Yeah. Okay. I think pretty sure we're even with all of them, and we're behind I'm now to San that. Antonio. Okay. You know, and, and now we do still trail San Antonio by two points right. for overall home field advantage throughout the playoffs.
0: You know, honestly, Bud, I'm I'm not terribly, terribly worried about. I mean, I it would be nice. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but win the conference, you know, winning the conference oh, yeah. is huge. That's the thing we sure. really need to do. And if we get home wow. field all the way through, that's even better. But you know, here's the yeah. other thing: if if let's say let's say it turns out one versus one, and it turns out us against San Antonio, uh, San Antonio is a little bit warmer. <laughs> sure in november i'm sure we, you know sure. anyway but yeah we uh, want to play the game here i'm not blowing it know, off i'm not blowing it off i'm
1: just saying uh just a couple last things on little you know my kingdom for a clean sheet yeah man you know it's been a minute but but we still lead the league in conceding the least at 20 right it's amazing so it's a good thing good thing could be a little critical of right. um just a side note i've just been realizing uh we just need to get OMB firing again soon yeah
0: you know, yeah. it's been about
1: a month. It's been a little over a month since he's registered a goal earner assistant. That's mm-hmm. not downplaying his contributions. No. But, you know, you just want to get him firing going into this last little bit of the season. Right,
0: right, right.
1: And speaking of the last little bit of the season, my question to you, Mr. Vala. Yes, sir. If you're Danny, who do you start tomorrow if it was the playoffs?
0: Well, you know, before we get into that, let me, a couple of notes. Yeah, definitely have an answer okay. for that. But there, there's a couple of notes I want to note. Um, I think it's I think it's important to note that Serrano has really pushed himself forward over the last few sure. weeks. It's good okay. to see him score a goal in Indy. I think he was very active in this game. Okay. And it's you know that's the kind of thing we were looking for from him because heaven forbid something happens to Harris. Yeah. That's going to put Ombi back on top and that's going to put you know, in that false that you know that false nine deal that he's
1: been playing. Yeah, and yeah. that but
0: that puts Serrano where where Ombi was playing, and you feel a lot more confident than you would have say three months ago. Sure, really with impressed that. with what he's accomplished. I and man, I know we've 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 touted Tosh a lot, but I'm going to do it again. This guy's having a, okay. he's having a career year.
1: Yeah,
0: he really is. I I mean, this guy is doing everything. I mean, he's just shutting people down. Sure, every player—I'm sure if we go back and we look, we'll find three mistakes he made in the game or something. Every sure. player does that. That's not the point. The point is he has been absolutely a stalwart on defense, and now he's an offensive threat. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, come on.
1: This is—it's—and if you've got a penalty to win a game,
0: right? How do you not trust him? Yeah. Especially with Cam out, and which is the other thing yeah. I want to talk about. I guess Cam is done. Yeah. You know, because we were told he he, twe- he tweaked something back in that June. Was three months ago, I guess a that's hell of a tweak. Three... The hell did he tweak yeah. his – Did he tweak everything? <laughs>
1: yeah. Did he
0: tweak his soul?
1: <laughs> you know, let's just put it this way: there were some conversations Saturday in Scow's house. Yeah. Whether or not he gets offered to come back, you know, and I think that's a good discussion for towards the you know at yeah, the end of is. the year. It is a good discussion. You know, absolutely. You know, and I don't know but, if we're um, going to see
0: Niall anytime soon either, because you know, no, Coach said that. No, I think they've that. already
1: made the announcement. I think they've already made the announcement. He will make his next record-breaking appearance. I think it will be whatever number it is will be next season.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's that's which is shame.
1: extremely sad too. Because he was he having a hell of a year. You know, and especially locking down that central midfield role. Yeah, he was having a hell of so. a year. I wonder if they're going to pick anybody else up. Can they still do that? I don't know for sure, and I don't know. I don't know what good it would do either. That's true. You know,
0: that's true. Yeah, so, I, we're, we, we got what we got.
1: Yeah. All right, I so mean, anyway. it's pretty hard not to be happy with what you got. No, you, I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. So, you know, if we're looking at tomorrow, if it was mm-hmm. the playoffs. Right. Who you got in your back line? I think we already know who left and right back. Are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's who no. You to <sighs> who you got next to Toch? Who you got next to. Because here's my concern. You got Danny.
0: and Danny and Toch are the two obvious. Right. Oh, you mean Manny? I uh, Yeah, Manny. If I say Danny? I'm sorry. Manny, definitely. And I think,
1: you know, Dia starts at left back. Right. You know? My concern is this. I go, if it's tomorrow, literally, we're talking about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, Sharpie has been the definition of reliable. Yes, sir. But Josh is Josh, but he's been banged up and out of the lineup.
0: That's really what it comes down to, his health. If, if Josh is 100%, you play him because of his ability to get forward. And he has been, dude, you want to talk about lockdown? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Some of the things he's done to players that are that, are, that are a ton of experience and making them look like children this year mm-hmm. just his, his maturity is unbelievable for his age.
1: Yeah.
0: As much as I like Sharpie now, you know, that's one in one a, but if they're both yeah. equally healthy, I got to go with winder.
1: Okay. See, I actually, I'm, I, I, it's gotta be, I'm going with the literal interpretation. I just gave you. Okay. Which is if the playoff game was tomorrow, right. where Sharpie starts.
0: Oh, okay. So you're talking about you, you want to include the injury stuff too?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. If, oh, if, oh I didn't I said, know that. I, said, I didn't know that.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, obviously it's Sharpie. Yeah. yeah of course. If
1: the playoff game was tomorrow. I'm right. going West. Sharpie. Understood. I Understood. I would love for it to be Josh. Right. But right now he's been in and out of the lineup so much. Hmm. Um. I think I already got your answer to this next one. Mm-hmm. You know, in the midfield, Enoch or Ray, and it sounds like we already got your answer.
0: I I, I got to go with Ray right now, Bud. I, I mean, okay. Enoch was hotter earlier in the season. If you would ask me in July. It would have been Enoch. Now, at this so, moment, particular moment,
1: I agree. Serrano's right. on a
0: surge. Right. Yeah. He so really the real is. The
1: question is, what is your midfield behind the attackers? Well,
0: this is the little bit of concern. You know, Bone is showing his, you know, his teeth are long and, yeah. you know, it, it, I'm not saying he's playing poorly. He's not. It's just no. he hasn't been the offensive threat he's been in the past okay and uh or you know the threat to distribute up front as well i just you know it it just haven't seen it as much not saying he's once again i'm not saying he's playing poorly okay um golly man that's tough uh you know i it's not gonna be paulo
1: you know me i actually go with the veteran three really okay yeah because i don't think jorge has shown enough See, oh,
0: I don't know, man. He's been oh, yeah. he no, has no, no, been no, mixing no. it up really good the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, but 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 hold on, here, hear me out here. What has he actually done? Okay. Um. Well,
0: he has scored, but he's also, like I said, he's been he's been a much more aggressive presence. He's not he's no he's not as passive as he was. He doesn't take players on one as one as as much as he used to. It doesn't feel like it, but he's made himself available. He's finding space better. He's okay. he's being more aggressive, getting forward. He just doesn't... Like
1: do I, okay, go ahead. I would like to start with the experience and bring him on. Okay. That's a fair way to do it. I'm... Let his fresh legs and youth attack, mm-hmm. you know, a lineup that's already been out there for 50, 60 minutes. I understood.
0: Yeah, and that's a fair... That's fair. You know, that, fair. that's where
1: I would go. That's mm-hmm. just me, though. Right, right, right. Um, I tend to play things more conservatively. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I and live on the edge, of... Joe. I live on the edge. Oh, <laughs> And that's why we make such good duos. There you go, bro. Speaking <laughs> of duos, we got a duo of games this weekend. Oh, mm-hmm. it's another rough week. Ooh, boy. Away to Tulsa Wednesday and away to Pittsburgh Saturday. Man, Pittsburgh game's going
0: to be tough.
1: <sighs> you know, so, and I know.
0: Yeah, so. Um, it's, I, mm. ugh. Well, if we get past that, if we can get yeah. past that in first place.
1: I got four points.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, too. If we can get four out of this. I'll tell you what, even yeah. if
1: we get two out of this. I'll tell you Two's what. They, I think much. I think we need to beat Tulsa. Okay yeah I'm, I'm you know I think escaping Lily ball with a point
0: mm-hmm.
1: is big, especially
0: on the road, right. So I'm thinking you know now I'm thinking, here's the deal. Tampa Bay and us both play four of the last five at home. Mm-hmm. and Tampa has a little bit of an easier schedule because they have Loudon and they have yeah. Red Bulls two at home the last two games. yeah, now we do have a couple of games that should be pretty favorable to us. Hartford is the last yeah. game of the year. They've had a pretty rough go of it. I don't know how good Toros are, okay? I think we're on the road to that. I think that's our road game. Okay. But um, if we get out of this week still in first place, I think there's a real good chance of us still being in first at the end of this deal. Okay. Um, you know, I would say it's better than it's better than trying to catch up to them because, like I said, they finish with Loudon and Red Bulls. Yeah. You know, in Tampa. Now, Tampa, they do have to go to Detroit. Not an easy game yeah um so but then it, their next game the their first of their last five games is in Charleston wow, you know, so you know they have an easier go of it um you know, well, we do have to play I think we play Memphis at home Memphis is one of our games yeah. it off the top yeah, yeah, yeah so that's gonna be yeah, a tough one we do yeah
1: um
0: so you know there's there's some tough games coming up, but I really think if we can get out of this get out of the whatever the points are, four would be wonderful, right if we get out of this with four points. Well, def- there's, well, we there, we have to be in first place because they can't, yeah. you know. They the, can't top us. They can't yeah. top us. And then we go into the end of the year with four of the last five at home. Uh, you know, And then we get a break before the, the last because they'll have that Wednesday game against Detroit, and then they don't play again for 10 days. So that's a good yeah. reset moment for them to get some people healthy for the very last game if we need it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> anything else to add before we discuss – one more crazy?
0: No, man. I I just, I, I'm i I'm very, I'm still hopeful. I mean, granted, losing Niall is a big loss. But yeah. there are more than enough young players. I think Mogul has accuted has, has himself very well um,
1: and, for and a you young know, kid. The, hel- the healthier and more intertwined with this group, we get someone like Elijah Winder. Exactly.
0: That's a also huge get for us. And I don't know how bad Joshua is. He's, he's not on the injury report. I guess they just probably left him off
1: of the last game yeah we'll see you know yeah because he's got to manage that roster Hmm. but you know we were also told cameron lancaster was a was a pre-game tweak and should be back in a couple games so so it's getting to be that time of the year which sounds so weird odd (laughs) to even bring up but world cup yes sir come winner world cup coming up in man there are some questions and some angst about this U.S. roster. Yes, sir. You know, we don't know anything yet. There's no official roster, but we mm. got some questions like, you know, we know for sure unless human growth hormone has really made an advancement, Miles Robinson is going to be out. Yeah, which is such you a know, shame. Which is, it is such a shame, such sadness. You know, he'd been such a stalwart of yeah. our back line. It made such a huge jump. Yep. Um, you know, the huge question being the transfer window just closed and. Christian Pulisic is still stuck at Chelsea, where he's kind of now. You you are a Chelsea fighting guy. for huge minutes. Oh yeah, and I'm terrified now because he's stuck here till at least January. Is
0: this something that commonly happens over there? I'm I'm asking honestly because I don't get this one. I don't get if keeping a kid like Christian Pulisic where you can get some value for him elsewhere, just to sit there yeah. and and maybe get some minutes. I'm sorry, he's better than that.
1: I agree. You know, I, I don't.
0: He, he's better than that, bro.
1: And yeah, it's but it's, you know it. part of that is that anti-American bias in European soccer, I guess. which we thought we were getting over. Right. You know, but yeah, but so someone weird. did bring up a good point that you know he may be struggling for minutes, but that also means come World Cup time we're pissed. gonna have an energized, motivated, angry, angry Christian Pulisic, which is
0: wonderful for us. I mean, the last game you know, they I saw I saw something on Twitter. He didn't even walk over to the fans. He was so sad. Like, after yeah. the game, to, to, to acknowledge him, he just walked straight to the tunnel.
1: Yeah.
0: That's just hard to see him broken like that because, right. you know, he's only, what, 21, 22? What is he? He's he's still young. Right.
1: You it, it just, it's too damn young for this. And um, you, know, you know. Speaking of other young players, we got, you know, Ricardo Pepe already being loaned out. Yeah. By yeah. Augsburg to a Dutch side. Yeah. And just our strikers in general. You know, as I gesture vaguely at the group. Right. You know, someone's gotta grab grab the golden ring. Yep. Because you it's know, gonna matter, it's huge. And speaking of grabbing the golden ring, what the hell are we gonna do at keeper? That's a well. Zach, I Zach have. Stephens, Zach Steffen is out hurt after yep. being loaned to Middlesbrough to get time. Yep. Matt Turner is warming the bench at Arsenal. You know, the only guy getting minutes of your quote-unquote top three is Ethan Horvath at Luton right. Town in the championship.
0: Right, right. And, well, you, you're you going to go... I go with the person playing. Okay? I'm going with the person playing. And, you know, Turner had that advantage with New England. Yeah. When Horvath didn't. And, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would go with the Cat that's playing. And, you know, but, um, but
1: Berhalter has stressed that, but then not always stuck to his word. Right. Yeah. Well, you know? Well... So... You know, those are the biggest concerns I saw.
0: I'll tell you what's a you good know, plus, just, though. I'll tell you what's a good plus, Joey. Yeah? Gio Reina is back. Two assists today. Okay. In a Champions League game. And I'm going well, to reiterate something I've said on here. And I'm going to – I am I'm, will die on this hill. I will die on this hill that okay. Gio Reina, I think 19-year-old or 18- or 19-year-old Gio Reina, will be the first true American superstar in soccer. I really believe okay. it. Okay, this kid is unbelievable, and I showed highlights of him. You want to talk about a guy that plays his position that can find space to deliver to to you know for for distribution? It's ridiculous. He knows it. He always it, it's it's just wonderful watching this guy mm-hmm. play and seeing him healthy again. Oh man,
1: it, it this well, you know I, for, it's mm. it's a wealth of riches in the attack. Right. Brendan Aaronson's done nothing but hit the ground running. Right.
0: At least in the Premier League, and that's the wonderful thing we could talk about too when you're ready. Because I, I, will tell you, I'm pretty impressed with Marsh and, and his crew.
1: Yeah, at least Oh
0: yeah. I mean, I know they did. They've lost the last two, I think. But man, they are behind them. They are. It mm-hmm. was Adams as well, right, Tyler Adams, and uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, they are. St- the the club has gotten so behind all three of them, and it's so great to see, to see Americans not being, just being dragged. You know because yeah. going back you know being being a you know being an everton fan when joe max War went over there okay you know he's just you know it was rough for him the first american yeah. even tim howard when when he went over there it wasn't like open hands and open i'm mean, sorry open arms yeah you know here comes another american because they yeah. had a couple of bad not bad experience it wasn't like mcbride and, and more were awful yeah but then uh, you know, and then Donovan came over was the first one that I remember that had played there mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, this well, guy's but, pretty freaking good. <laughs>
1: but just remember though, that was also just like, it's alone. This is an right. experiment. This is an experiment. Yeah,
0: dude, yeah. this is, this. it's great to see. It's great to see as a guy that's been following this shit for 40, 40 years. It's great to see.
1: You know, and hopefully this is just the first World Cup for what I'm already calling a golden generation. Oh, absolutely. Totally. You know, because it's like I said, I've said many times on this podcast, excuse me, when i was getting into soccer americans didn't play in europe no and now in my lifetime we have players who not only play but are difference makers yep for juventus yep dortmund yep well i, w- I would say chelsea but but eh, eh. but in europe you know the, the 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 us men's team in my lifetime has gone from mls dominated yeah. to European we're bringing an MLS player right right exactly you know
0: and it's not only that, pal it's that people that play with European squads that are in first divisions and pretty good leagues are probably going to get left off this team yeah you know and that's you want to talk about depth now we need you know it's we're another cycle or two from really being a world power but I think it's coming I think it's coming I really do
1: you know, and I think the big thing is we've shown there's an avenue outside of staying here in the states.
0: Absolutely, I got into but this for a, the
1: longest time, is what people thought.
0: And I'm gonna sort unless do you have something else you want to jump in? Because I'm gonna sort of no. go into another lane on that. No, you know, go ahead. I, I got into a brief. It wasn't even there. this guy. You know, because you know how Twitter is, right? And I'm on the Center sure. for Podcast uh, Twitter thing, and somebody said something about you know something about players leaving MLS. Um, uh, uh, feeder teams is a bad idea. I'm paraphrasing, and I'm like, why is it a bad idea? What do you mean? They want they want to find their own lane that they can be seen. You know, there's yeah. a glut in these academies that these mm-hmm. kids don't even. You know, they're fighting to get on. They they get into this academy, they they slam into the, you know that very sh- small door that only a couple are going to get through, and then they don't. No one watches them play no one has yeah. any idea what's going on so you take jogo who said you know what this, you know what? i'm going to get in my own lane let them watch me let people scout me at lu city and boom there he is real Sociedad. and he's and he's and he's doing well he's growing and he's getting better so this guy's like well you you know that uh, that's ignorant and blah 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 it's like what do you mean it's ignorant these kids want to play in front of fans because yeah. the, the, the 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 thing we need to keep in mind now Is that you have social media, and what they're looking for is retweets and likes, because those retweets help their brand, and it As opposed to 20 years ago, it wasn't even you know that didn't exist.
1: You know, not just that they don't want to be afterthoughts. Right, absolutely. You know, let's be honest. Where is the USL Cup at Red Bull headquarters?
0: Dude, I called one time for tickets in 2007. This is a true story. I called in 2017 one time. The person that ran the USL thing in the entire office was in one cubicle and it was a kid it was literally like an 18 year old kid <laughs> yeah. and this kid this 18 year old intern ran everything for red bulls too it was yeah, I it's believe so it. pathetic
1: but you, but you know what i mean is they don't want to be an afterthought right absolutely and that's what these two teams are to a lot of these mls teams absolutely absolutely you know you know, you look at you look at how much happier it seems like Enoch and Wilson Harris are here. Oh, it's not even close. You know, not even close. They don't play for a two team. They play for the team. Right. They play and for. That a, makes a world of difference. A proper club. It's what it is. You know, you, you have know? your own training ground. Right. You know, you're not sharing a locker. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, technically, actually, we do share right, locker which Well, yeah. Crazy, but right. You get my point. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's not just TV. It's not just playing in front of fans. You're on the team. Right. Absolutely. I agree. You know, you're not hoping someone gets hurt in front of you to get called up to the big team. Right.
0: And it's just yeah. a, this this whole avenue over the next few years is going to completely explode. Completely really?
1: explode. So,
0: you know, I don't see why people wouldn't want to do that. I don't see why people would want to stay with the Houston dynamo. And then, you know, you're 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 on your B team, whatever they you're, you know, this division three team. Yeah. You're in that has, you know, 34 people show up to watch it. You. Um, mm-hmm. You've got five people on the roster ahead of you in your spot, and you may get some playing time on this three team with 54 people that nobody's paying attention to, that yeah. no one cares got, about the
1: result. And you've you, got the next class of Academy players about to age out right into the two team as well.
0: Right. And then your team, no one cares about the result. Who cares about yeah. the, the only thing you're cared about, you, the only thing you care about when you play for a team like that is how you look.
1: Yeah, that's your it. own stats
0: your own stats how you look as opposed to you go to Louisville you're playing for a team
1: you're playing for a championship
0: you're playing for a championship and you're playing for a team and that's what makes you look better yeah you can score 10 goals and you get some eyes or you can score four goals five goals but what you're doing with that team because that team is has 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 its own stamp more people are interested yeah it, it doesn't make any sense why so I mean it makes total sense why people would want to find their own lane and do this usl thing I don't know.
1: Anyway, well, apparently MLS doesn't know either. That's why they're losing young talent. Hear that?
0: Hear that? Man, you know? it's just they're, they're, and they're. And it's not like they're just losing it. It's it's gonna turn. That spout's gonna turn. It is. It's gonna turn up over the next couple of years, as the as more stadiums get built, new teams. We can mention, by the way, Jacksonville, yeah, yeah. new franchise. Yeah, yeah. Tim Tebow. Yeah.
1: Right. As so the co-owners. Yeah.
0: So, you know, that's going to, you know? that's and, immediately and what I love right.
1: too is mm-hmm. USL is targeting markets that MLS is not in. Right. 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 They're, they're getting their own fingers in there like new Orleans, Jacksonville. Right.
0: Hopefully you know? some more Baltimore, you got Providence, you know, they're Providence yep. building that stadium pretty close to mm-hmm. Baltimore. I mean, to Boston, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, but if you want to franchise, like if you want to be a two team, why first of all, let, me, let me rephrase that if you're building a stadium why would you want to be a two team no one's going to come see you yeah no one no I'm one's going to come unless watch you're
1: just an mls club that wants to take over a usl stadium right that's or it you galaxy
0: you know no one no right what what a mess that is i mean to, 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 and then it's on top of that i don't know if you saw uh, for anybody that's watching this you know la galaxy uh, people over the last year have been working behind the scenes to take orange county's facility away from them and um secretly secretly and, and, and here's the thing they've been doing it for over a year yeah. somebody released a, a, i wonder who it is and i, I want to give him credit because he did a great job he detailed yesterday i think it was or the day before detailed all the steps that the county of uh, people and la galaxy 2 had taken over the last year including emails that had been released
1: and well you know what's mm-hmm. what's really sad is that's not a neighboring threat to Los Angeles. No, it's not even close. It's an hour away, right? It's Orange but County. It just shows you how scared yeah. MLS can be getting. Right, right, right.
0: And, you know, you know. But here's the thing. You know, I'm gonna. Give, I give them a, the only out. I'm giving that council is they probably don't even know any better. You know what I'm saying? Well, like maybe what they what didn't. You know, was... you know, a lot of these people they, they don't they have no clue. Hopefully, gladly, and thankfully, when they had their town meeting. A lot of people people set them straight about what yeah. it's like, so we'll see yeah. how that
1: affects it. You know, I just loved a lot of the the team and a lot of supporters were were retweeting the tweets from the council members congratulating Orange County last year on the championship. Right. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, because you know this team's not successful.
0: Right. Exactly. You, so. you got a league champion who actually draws people, and you put that LA Galaxy two people in there, and the only thing you're drawing, actually, I think
1: it was two and three.
0: Was it two and three?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And and then what all you're going to get is crickets. No one's yep. going to go watch that, especially the people that you took
1: the team away from. They're not going to come watch you. You know, a lot of the people who were fighting against it were the small business owners nearby. Right. They're like, we're going to lose a ton of revenue. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so we'll see how it so. works. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about, Joe? No, I don't have much <laughs> else at this point. You know, we're just getting back into the we'll swing of things here. We're going to
0: get back into it. We'll, uh, uh, we've got a couple of games right coming up. Uh, yep. Racing uh, has a game, and we have two games with game. Louisville City, right?
1: Yeah. All the way this week, so it's a little sad, but yeah, no home stuff. We'll survive. Yep, Yeah,
0: well, man, well, it's great to talk to you again about this stuff.
1: Really enjoy well. it. Well, my friend.
0: All right, brother. I will. Uh, I will reach out again next week, and we'll do it again.
1: Yes, sir. Ladies Sounds and like gentlemen, a plan.
0: Joey Cecil. Thank you, sir. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward podcast is in the books. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution to episode number forty-three. Uh, after a little bit of a hiatus. <laughs> But he's always awesome, and uh, really appreciate having him on the show. And as always, really, really appreciate you listening to this. Uh, We are on, gosh, let me see if I remember. We are on Podbean. We are on iTunes. We are on Amazon, and we are on Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share (laughs) the love, man. Sharing that love. And that is what this is all about, man. You know, uh, sometimes you just got to recharge, right? You got to sort of get your bearings again. And uh, that's what's happened. Things are trending in a real good direction in my life. Hopefully they are trending in a real good direction in yours because I want to make a note of something. I guess it was about a week ago. One of the best things I've ever done, and I've been doing this for it was slowly over the course of the last maybe four years, but It's been going faster and faster. It's just getting completely away from anything that has nothing to do with making my life better, right? As far as social media is concerned, I don't read all the political nonsense. I don't read all the social stuff. I understand all that stuff is important. I'm not saying that it's not important. I'm saying I have to do it in measure. Do you Do you understand what I'm saying? And I, I jumped into that rabbit hole for about five seconds, a few days ago. And I'm not kidding you within. I want to say 30 seconds, I got, I saw, or not, I didn't get, but I saw two different messages from two very close friends who had had very horrible and sudden losses in their life. And it puts everything into perspective because you can't control any of that. You can't control when people shit post, and you can't control, tune it out. Do what you got to do to be happy in your life with the people that you love, because those are the people that matter, they matter more than anything. What you ingest is who you are. I don't care if it's food. I don't care if it's what you take in on social media. It's up to you. It's up to me. I'm talking, I'm saying this to you to re, to reaffirm that to myself. You know what I'm saying? Man, you know, we get such a short time here. I love you guys. I really do man. Being at those matches, especially when it's crazy, like it was last weekend. That makes it even more special. Right? Just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful memories that no one can ever take away from you. I hope you get that. I hope that means something to you. Okay, It's so far above beyond just the soccer thing. It's about the life thing. right? Anyway, once again, my name is Joe Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward podcast. I love you from the bottom of my heart. I really do. Always here if you need uh, an ear or someone to lean on. I wish you all the very best for the rest of the week, and we'll talk to you soon.